Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide, welcome in to episode number 73 of the Talking the Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Monday of bets. Now, before we talk some lines for you today and dive deep into the value that we found across today's MLB slate, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod. If you are on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory to the audio recorded version, make sure you hit subscribe there as well as we do always release the audio promptly following the live show. Next item up here on the docket, if you could also be so kind and have a few extra seconds, go ahead, hit that like button, leave us a comment below, leave us a rating, all that good stuff. We can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do, and it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. And last but not least, head on over to this episode's description where you will find the Talk in the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you can locate all of the TTL Cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Sroka. And once again, thank you so much for choosing to hammer in some bets and run some tickets to the window with the TTL crew today. We hope you had an amazing July 4th. Let's get this show on the road here today and let me bring in my partner, the co-host of the TTL pod, a young man who had a very relaxing weekend, dove deep into some appetizers on Saturday and Sunday and found himself promptly passed out on the couch afterwards. He is refreshed. He is ready to go, and I'm not going to hold him back any longer. So without further ado, the man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley Armax Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I'm feeling great. You nailed it. I am uh, refreshed and ready for this week to kick off. Had myself a nice little 4th of July weekend. Nothing too crazy, but uh, you know exactly what we needed. A little uh, handful of beers, nothing over the top. Absolutely. 
maybe a few too many appetizers. As you mentioned, might have sure. gone over the top on those. But, uh, you know, we're here, and I'm feeling fantastic. Hey, we're here. How you doing? Keep it moving. Well, uh, I had a pretty swell July 4th myself. Uh, caught some fireworks from my balcony. Nice. Didn't have to go anywhere. And uh, just so happened that my um, entire condominium complex is uh, basically a breeding ground for amateur firework ah. letter offers. So till about, nice. til about 12, till about 12.30, 1 o'clock uh, this morning, we were still hearing boom, bang, and pow mm -hmm. uh, at about a five-second per clip rate. Yep. Uh, you're in the city, pal. How Sounds was about it? right. Oh, yeah. About the same? About the same, yeah. yeah. My neighborhood is actually on a uh, almost daily basis in the summer. Uh, not quite 4th of July level, but I get fireworks actually almost every single night of every really? single day. Okay. Uh, so last night, as you mentioned, uh, pretty, uh, you know, I think Par they, for the course. Yeah, pretty par for the course on a 4th of July. So maybe my, uh, neighborhood migrated over to you and, uh, you know. Gave a little bit of our taste hey, to, you know. Maybe they decided to come knows, come settle down uh, in the burbs. Who knows what the hell happened there? Yeah, luckily I'm a heavy sleeper. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have been pretty similar up until 2 a.m. Yeah, I am not, however. So uh, definitely got me, but nothing that a good little bit of caffeine can't fix, ladies and gentlemen. Toss the Joe back and get ready to rock and roll. Uh, outside of that. Pretty solid weekend of sports we had on tap. Uh, it's getting to that time of the year, boys and girls, that number one, you need to have somebody you can trust when it comes to making picks. We are getting out of the NBA. We are getting out of the NHL. And there's going to be a little bit of a lull before we get into college football and the NFL once again. So you got to have somebody you can trust, i.e. us two. You mean we you're you're uh, you're not uh, confident in our Olympic capping. Uh, oh, and who the hell knows there? Uh, we'll see what happens when the Olympics roll around. But uh, it's definitely going to be a little bit of a lull. So we're getting into that time of the year, folks. Uh, don't you worry. The TTL crew is going to keep pumping out nothing but winners, nothing but tickets that we can meet you at the window with promptly around ten or eleven o'clock every single evening at Central Standard Time. That is. We're still here. We're still, We're still here. moving. We're still grooving. So make sure you keep coming around, and uh, we'll keep ranting and reacting to anything we find out there. We got the feelers out there. We got the eyes wide open, especially during this little bit of dead time. But don't you worry. The TTL pod is still going to be electrifying. So without further ado, today's show is a banger. We got seven best bets coming at you today 11 games on the mlb slate and one nhl game we have all mlb best bets we liked a couple you know me with my habs in the nhl was toying around with the total might have a play on it later for right now we're sticking into the mlb told you got seven then Moving in to today's special play of the day. If you've been here before, you know what Monday brings. It's a Monday Madness Parlay. This week, we got three legs coming at you. All three of them as well are MLB legs. And this bad boy's paying out at plus 529 odds. So make sure you lock that sucker in ASAP. $20 burning a hole in your pocket. Going to return you a nice $100 bill. And I am very confident we start the week off hot when it comes to special plays. Moving right along to the third and final segment of the betting portion of the show. Moneyline Dice stopping by their usual episodic role. You know how it goes tonight. Targeting the matchup between the Boston Red Sox and the Los Angeles Angels. Tightest game on today's slates. We're taking our analysis out of it and leaving it in the hands of the all-knowing 
dice. In the dice we trust. You know the deal. After we get through all of that, once we recap the best bets of the day, we will shut down the betting half of the show and then move right along into the second half of the show. You know what it is. Rants and reactions. We got Olympics to talk about. We got MLB to react to. And we got NFL to rant on amongst many other things. So stick around for the second half of the show to hear our hot takes and everything in between from the world of sports and sports gambling. And then closing out the show today, my friends, my motivation minutes, giving you a message and reminding you on slowing down. And I got a little story experience that I went through yesterday that I want you guys to uh, listen up, take to heart, and uh, hopefully you can start um, applying it in your life. So there you go. Make sure you stick around for the very end of the show. Get you a little extra inspiration, motivation, get you through this Monday and on into the week. But for now. Cut all the drama, cut all the nonsense, stop all the banter that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. We know why you come here, but I'll say it again anyway, for the stone cold locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to officially kick off episode number 73 of the TTL pod with the first segment of the day. Here it comes. Here it goes. Time to move right on down the tracks with the money train, ladies and gentlemen. TTL Cruise, best bets of the day. The first half of the first segment. RMAGS, best bets of the day. Told you guys in the intro, he's refreshed. He's seeing the lines good. We both had decent weekends, nothing crazy, but enough to pad up those bankrolls to where we are ready to hammer home some doggone bets today. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I know this man has some serious value coming at you. He's got three picks in total and maybe some picks you might not see from him all so often. Very, very, very intrigued what he has to lay down. I have already locked in all three of his best bets of the day, so I suggest you get out your sports books, get ready to hammer these bad boys in, and as always, partner, you have the floor. All righty, as always, I appreciate it. Uh, so for my first bet of the day, I'm going to the National League matchup between the Atlanta Braves versus the Pittsburgh Pirates, and I'm going Atlanta Braves on the run line, minus one and a half, with Max Freed on the mound for the Braves versus Chase DeYoung for the Pirates. Now, Max Freed, 4.16 ERA, in my opinion, much better than his ERA would suggest. He had a few inflated first few starts of the season, first three, I believe. Then he promptly went on IL, and he's been solid ever since. Three earned runs over his last 12 innings pitch. That's the last two starts. Uh, and both of them, two big wins for the Braves. And now he's facing a Pirates team that snapped their six-game losing streak yesterday. But it was a lowly 2 nothing, at least offensive performance by them. They are now 1-6 straight up and against the run line in their last seven. And during those seven games, they have not scored more than two runs. So that offense is freezing cold. And this Pittsburgh offense themselves versus Max Fried in, in their career. 119 batting average, 154 OBP. So Max Fried, needless to say, dominates them when he sees them. And this Pittsburgh offense, to keep it hammering at home, last 10 versus lefties, 213 batting average, 2.45 runs per nine. So that really, yeah, at least numbers-wise, illustrates why they can only score two runs per game. And now you got Chase DeYoung on the mound for the Pirates, and I think it's going to get back to an offensive barrage for the Pirates opponent here he's got a 5.65 ERA nine earned runs over his last two starts and the Pirates have lost each of his last four starts 
And now you're getting a Braves team that's kind of trending up right now, not tearing the cover off the ball, you know, not the most high-powered offense right now, but they're still, like I said, trending up. Last five versus right-handers, 372 OBP and 6.75 runs per nine. So I'm really liking this Braves team especially with a very favorable favorable pitching matchup for their own side of things against a nice cold offense. And lastly, to hammer it home here for their bullpens, Braves last 10, their bullpen ERA 257, while the Pirates last 10, 495. So I love this Braves team to handle one of the coldest offenses in the league partner and cover that run line minus one and a half. You know what, partner, but they do not. This was actually also one of my best bets of the day. I kindly conceded it to my partner because uh, he only had three best bets that he really liked but uh, I am equally as high on this one as yeah. you are I think Max Freed after some early season struggles is going to have a great game today he actually walked it off last night for the team pitcher walking it off he gets that mojo going into today's game I absolutely love it and I have already hammered in the Braves minus one and a half Thank you, sir. First best bet of the day coming from our mags. Keep it moving. Keep it grooving right on down the tracks. Best bet number two of the day. All right. Number two, going over to the AL now. We've got Tigers versus Rangers. Partner and I both have plays out of this game. Have some similar opinions in certain spots, a little bit differing uh, in a little other spots here, but we're both on the same. Uh, you know, we're both backing each other here. Uh, and we've got Willie Peralta on the mound for the Tigers versus Colby Allard. And I am going over nine runs in this game. Colby Allard, 3-4-6 ERA, began the season in the pen, now is making his seventh start in that starting rotation. And he's actually facing a team that is as sneaky as they come right now. Last 10 versus lefties for the Tigers, 294 batting average, 377 OBP, and 9.18 runs per nine. They are a stingy, stingy team right now. They have scored at least five runs in four of their last five games. Only my man Lance Lynn was able to hold them down over the weekend to two runs. And on the flip side, you've got Willie Peralta with a 3.21 ERA over four appearances. This will be his fourth start on the season. He's gone zero earned run over the last two, uh, excuse me, zero earned runs over his last seven and two thirds innings pitched. He's been pretty solid for this Tigers team, but I, in my opinion, and this is kind of where my partner and I differ here, I see a little bit of regression here. 32-year-old has been in the league for quite a while now. He's got a career 4-4-9 ERA. He did not pitch in 2020, and in 2019, over 42 relief pitches, he threw a 5.80 ERA. So I kind of see a little bit of regression closer to that uh, bigger number here. However, Texas not quite as hot as Detroit. Four runs in their last, uh, excuse, excuse me, Texas four runs in seven of their last nine games. So their offense is still putting up some runs, but not quite as high as this Tigers team. I do like the Tigers in this game, but I don't quite trust Willie Peralta enough to take them as one of my own best bets. And I like that Tigers offense to stay real hot here and might, I don't want to say cover the total themselves, not going double digits necessarily, but I think they cover this load plenty plenty enough for the uh the total between the two partner what do you think absolutely once again i've already hammered this one home uh yeah you know we're a little differing on willie peralta sounds to me um like you're super low on him you think he's gonna get mashed around all over the ballpark i, I think don't think a, he gets think mashed around here. that much but yes i think it'll be a shootout i don't think he's gonna get mashed around for seven eight runs kind of sounds like what you're thinking but uh you might have an idea of where i'm at uh in this matchup for one of my best bets so so with that being said, Armag's second best bet of the day. He is taking the over nine runs in the Detroit Tigers versus Texas Rangers. Third best bet coming right up, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Number three, coming back out of a uh, interleague matchup here. We've got the Reds versus the Royals. 
And I like the Royals in this game, but I don't trust Mike Miner on the mound for them quite enough. So I am going for their team total over four and a half. Reds are putting out Vladimir Gutierrez on the mound right-hander. And I talked about him last week, actually. He is coming out with a 4.93 ERA, 1.40 whip, but a 5.4 ERA over June starts. And he has gotten increasingly worse. One of those guys that I said, young guy coming up in his first season, comes out strong in his first few starts. And then as the tape comes out on him, the, you know, the guys start to see him a little bit more, gets increasingly worse and worse. And that is the exact case that we have here. 4.1 innings pitched last time out, six earned runs, six hits, three home runs, and three walks. So it's not just the hits. The walks are coming, too, and the command is off. And he's facing a Royals team who, despite them losing some games, they're still putting up some runs here against the non-ace pitchers that they see. They faced a lot of really solid pitchers here. They took two and three from the Twins this last weekend, scoring at least six in each of those two wins. So I like that offense to take care of business here. I like it against Vladimir Gutierrez himself. But even if we get into that bullpen, I like the Royals to put up a couple there and at least cover the four and a half, if not go another six, seven runs here in this one. So I don't have too much more on this one, but I love the Royals to put up a handful of runs on Vlad here today. I am almost exactly right there with you, partner. Um, I didn't really know what to make of Mike Miner. Uh, right. Overall, the Reds have hit him really well in his career. However, they are struggling a little bit against lefties. I don't really know, but it does appear to be the safest bet that uh, the Royals are going to put up some runs today against Vlad Gutierrez. And then if they do get into that bullpen at any point in time, which we both believe they will, uh, it'll go way over that four and a half. Four and a half on DraftKings, five on FanDuel right around in there. So whatever you're finding and at the five, you're getting a little bit better odds. And I personally believe it goes over five as well. So third best bet of the day coming from the great the all-powerful r mags team total for the kansas city royals over four and a half or five whatever you're finding it on your favorite sports book right now there you go there you have it one two and three best bets coming from r mags today my friends let's keep this uh show going down the road huh? what do you say here for the for the second half of the first segment of episode number 73 on July 5th, 2021, it's time to rock and roll. Here we go. My best bets of the day. Now, I uh, told you just a little while ago, we got seven best bets for you. Armax had three, so that obviously means I got four. I have four totally separate games, not going any first five, any run lines, any back and forth, any this or that. I am not going any risk i am seeing the lines i am going to tell you what i believe these lines should be at and why i'm finding the value where you're going to cook at laser speed here ladies and gentlemen so uh you better get ready once again if you don't have them out or you just happen to close them out in between the uh first portion of the first segment here get those sports books out again get ready to hammer these bad boys home and here we go with my first best bet of the day going to the matchup between the st louis cardinals and the san francisco giants and i'm taking the san francisco giants my boys minus one and a half for the full game couple of key reasons why i am taking this play um, one of them is the pitching matchup so you have quang young kim on the mound for the cardinals and kevin gozman on the mound for the giants you guys know me i've been super high on gozman all year long he's coming off of that one bad outing in his last one against the buzzsaw that has been the los angeles dodgers offense however only gave up three earned runs and that is a bad game for gozman he has been so doggone good this season uh, he has allowed one earned run or less in seven out of his last 10 
starts overall, and he's actually been a money man at home. Five starts for him overall. He's got a 3-0 record inside his home confines with a 123 opponent batting average allowed, 2.31 ERA, and he's done all of this beautiful work over 35 innings pitched. I believe those numbers only continue to improve today, and especially against the Cardinals, who have struggled mightily against righties on the road so far this season. 217 batting average, 287 OBP, and scoring a puny 3.97 runs per nine on the road against right-handers. Now, as for Kim, he's not really a guy I believe you should be putting your money on, and I think that the Giants bats are going to have their way with him from the first inning. Now, he has had six road starts overall, 0-4 record on the road for Kim with a 269 opponent batting average allowed, 4.44 ERA, and he's done all that over only 26 and a third innings pitched. He's allowed three earned runs or more in four out of his last seven starts, and he can barely make it out of the fourth inning right now. Not to mention, San Francisco Giants are heating up against lefties in their last five overall, mashing the ball. 286 batting average, 359 on base percentage, and scoring right at seven runs per nine in their last five versus left-handed pitching. If all of that doesn't do it for you, a couple of key trends I absolutely loves here. I, I loves here. How about that? The Cards have scored three earned runs or less in six out of their last 10 games. They have won five out of their last 10 overall, but those five wins have come from less than subpar pitching against Chichi Gonzalez, Riley Smith, Caleb Smith, Justin Faria, and JT Brubaker. If you don't know some of those names, I'm not surprised because those are the wins that they are getting and a couple of those guys are rookie pitchers. So when it comes down to some of these dominant arms, the Cardinals are not getting the job done. Not to mention the Giants have scored five or more runs in five out of their last 10 and they're starting to bounce back in their last three games after being on that short little four or five game losing streak there. Last but not least, the Giants are 25 and 24 ATS as a favorite and 16 and 12 ATS as a home favorite. The Giants are 20 or 41 and 25 ATS on no rest, and the Cardinals are 36 and 34 ATS no rest. Last but not least, Giants 47 and 28 ATS with equal rest, and the Cardinals 38 and 40 ATS with equal rest. I think Gozman dominates from the jump here. I think Kim struggles from the jump here, and we see a quality 7 3. 3-7-4 victory out of the Giants here today. So my first best bet of the day, San Francisco Giants. I'm not afraid of the chalk because I make it even closer to about 130, minus 130, minus 140. San Francisco Giants, minus one and a half for the full game. I'll be right there with you, my man. I backed the Giants last night on the run line with Dees Calafani on the mound. Uh, you know, similar situation where you still have to back these guys in some capacity, but those first fives for the Giants have been a little bit trickier yeah. than they were for quite a while, and yeah. that run line's been pretty true so so far. So, Making adjustments. You yeah, see me? Exactly. Look at me over here. Making yeah, adjustments, exactly. not making the same mistakes. Right. Look at me go. All right, so there you go. First best <laughs> bet of the day. Now, I told you also, all I, I kind of have these lines predicted a little bit different than what they're at. I told you that mm -hmm. one. I like it a little more closer to minus 130, minus 140, and you're getting right around minus 110. Yeah. So when I see that much of a differential, I love it. Right. So there's my first best bet. Move it right along. Second best bet of the day. Going on over to MetLife Stadium for the matchup between the Milwaukee Brewers and the New York Metropolitans. And ladies and gentlemen, you might be surprised to hear me say this, but my partner was not. I am taking the New York Mets plus one and a half. Now, I know what you're thinking. Brandon Woodruff on the mound for the Brewers. He's been dominant as all hell. What are you talking about? And the Mets are putting out Tyler McGill, who's a rookie. He's not that good. Well, let me tell you, there's a couple key things I'm looking at here that I think is going to loom large in today's matchup in New York. Woodruff, 
Obviously, yes, he's been solid all season long, but he started to have a little bit of regression here, and I think we're going to start to see even more regression for him because this has been the best season of his career by far. He's been a consistent 3.5 to 4.5 ERA pitcher, even sometimes higher, maybe even into the fives a couple seasons ago. So he really hasn't been this pitcher, and, and I, I don't want to say it's a fugazi, but I think he's a little less dominant than he has been so far. He's pitched a little lackluster or pitched against a little lackluster offenses. And I think we start to see him struggle. His worst ERA yet this season was posted in June with a 3.30. So that's a little bit troubling, a little bit worrisome. But he hasn't faced the Mets this year. However, they have been exceptionally well against him in the past. In 23 at-bats, I know a small sample size, but 350 batting average, 492 OBP, and an 842 OPS. So I think they don't have any problems at the plate today. I, I think that Woodruff will be dominant to start, but you get through the second, third time in the order, and I think that these Mets are going to start to have some success. Now for Tyler McGill on the opposing bump, he, I don't know. I don't know. I still don't know exactly what he is, but I think and I believe that this is exactly the spot that he needs to be in today. The Mets have actually won both of his starts, 4-3 and 7-3, against the Braves as they were heating up in the end of June and going into July here. So I love to see that. Not to mention his numbers are a little bit inflated just because they were some high-run scoring games. He has pitched really doggone good, and I think he just has just enough to keep these brewers off balance all day long because he hasn't faced them in his career or this year at all so i uh i like him to have a little bit of an edge here in the pitching matchup but if you don't believe me on all of that you think i'm crazy when it comes to woodruff and mcgill a couple key trends i think you should know about the brewers 25 and 31 ats as a favorite on the season and 9 and 12 ats as a road favorite the mets are 22 and 10 ats as an underdog and 6 and 2 ats as a home underdog so far this season the Mets are looking to make some moves right now boys and girls they are 43 and 37 first in the NL East for the first time in a long time and they are looking good whereas the Brewers might be hitting a little bit of a rocky patch sorry to you Brewers fans out there but they have rifled off so many doggone wins at some point in time a little bit of regression has got to come here the Mets are five and one straight up in their last six versus the NL Central they're five and one in their last six versus a team with a winning record and historically the Brewers have done well but they haven't played since 2019 so I'm not buying into any of the historical numbers we don't need them to win it outright even though this seems to be a spot that the Mets do get the outright win we just need to keep it within one run so my second best bet of the day New York Mets plus one and a half for the full game I'll be right there with you my man that Brewers team they were clipping along as you said that offense was burning through teams and now, uh, you know, I'm not saying they're going to put up a week's worth of goose eggs, but they mm. put up a zero spot yesterday. And we've kind of seen it from a handful of these teams that get scorching hot for seven to ten plus days. They go scorching hot and then they kind of hit a, you know, a wall for a few days. And it takes a few days for me to get back out of it. And I think that's where we're at here with the Brewers. I do as well, my friend. Uh, yeah, not saying a week full of goose eggs, no. but uh, saying a week of different Brewers baseball yeah. and back to kind of what we've seen this season. So there you go. Second best bet of the day. Keep it moving. Keep it growing. Grooving. How you doing? Third best bet of the day. Here we go. Please, ladies and gentlemen, do not call me a homer. This is a very, very valuable play. Even my partner agrees with me, and he is a staunch Southsider. So, without further ado, you might know now, but my third best bet of the day, 
is the Chicago Cubs' first five money line. Now, why first five money line? Because it's the only time that the Cubs are seemingly able to win now. They can't get the job done once it gets to the seventh inning. We pull a bonehead play, and then the game goes out the window. But in the first five, we're looking good as all hell right now. Not to mention, Matt Moore on the mound for the Phillies and our boy Zach Davies on the mound for the Cubs. Now, Matt Moore is not an arm that you need to be trusting at all. When he pitches, it is a pen day for the Philadelphia Phillies bullpen, and their bullpen ranks 25th in the MLB with a 4.80 ERA. If you don't like all of that, Moore has made it out of the second inning only three times in 10 starts this season, uh, or 10 games pitched so far this season. He's had four official starts in those 10 games pitched, 293 opponent batting average, 361 opponent on base percentage, 1.67 whip, and a 5.79 ERA, all in only 23 and a third innings. Cubs have actually done pretty well against him in uh, their career so far. 45 at-bats, 225 batting average, 342 OBP, and an 836 OPS. If you don't like all of that, the lefties, left-handed pitching, is the only thing the Cubs are hitting right now. They can't see right-handed balls to save their life. But in their last five versus lefties, they are 309 at the plate, 387 on base percentage, and scoring 6.08 runs per nine. So I like them to put up at least two, three, four here in the first five innings against the unproven arm of Matt Moore. I don't think he gets out of the second inning. I think we get two on him early, and then we get into that bullpen and light it up in this first five. Now on the opposing bump, our man Zach Davies, I think he he does more than enough to keep this Philadelphia team limited, even though they've been a little hotter at the plate. Zach Davies has had some really, really solid uh, success against them in his career. He's faced them 68 times at the plate. They only have a 197 batting average against him with a 266 on base percentage and a pretty doggone pristine 619 OPS. So he has found some really good success against some of these damn, damn dominant bats of this Phillies team. We all know they're dominant, but I think Zach Davies does just enough today. Uh, they, The Cubs are 3-2 and two straight up in the first five innings over his last five starts, and he's allowed two earned runs or less in seven out of his last ten. Closing out the pitchers there for Matt Moore, the Philadelphia Phillies are 0-4-1 straight up in the first five innings in his last five starts overall. A couple key final trends that I love here. The Phillies are 0-4 in their last four Monday games. You know me, homer for day of the week trends. Philadelphia is 4-10 in the last 14 meetings in Chicago. And Philadelphia has struggled pretty mightily on the road against righties this season. 209 batting average, 282 on base percentage, and a 3.41 runs per nine. So that lines up pretty accurately with how they've hit uh, Zach Davies in the past. We don't need him to do it for the full game, ladies and gentlemen, because honestly, I don't have faith in the Cubbies to do it for the full game. We are on a losing streak and a half, but what I do have faith is for them to come out, play doggone hot for the first five to six to seven innings, pull a bonehead play, and then lose the game. But they will be winning in the first five innings, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a Cubby fan. I've watched it time in and time out again. So my third best bet of the day, Chicago Cubs, first five, money line. I'll be right there with you on this one, my man. Uh, yeah, there's just too many guys that uh, hit Matt Moore a little too well, and I like Zach Davies today. Might have a prop of the day coming out of this one because your man Anthony Rizzo is the one guy who absolutely Machine. obliterates Matt Moore, so I might have something out of that, but I'll be right there with you on this one. KB is pretty hot right now, too, so mm-hmm. might want to peruse on around through there, but... Thank you, sir. You know it's a good bet when the Sox fan is riding with the Cubs fan, my friend. So there we go. 
Told you I had four, got through three. Now let's make it four and wrap my best bets of the day up. Let me check one thing here, folks. Make sure everything's rocking and rolling. Sure is. All right. My partner already made a play in this game, but I found a little bit more value, I do believe. And uh, going back to the matchup between the Detroit Tigers and the Kansas City Royals, and I am taking the Detroit Tigers money line. I kicked around the plus one and a half, but this money line has some serious value. I make it a little closer to plus 110, plus 115, and you're getting it right around plus 140 right now. So I think this is the play to make out of this matchup. Now, much like my partner said, I think the Tigers are one of the sneakiest teams in the MLB right now. Uh, they have won six out of their last 10 games with those wins coming against the White Sox, the Astros, the Indians, and the Cardinals. So teams that are pretty doggone good dominant teams. They're not winning against schlub teams, and I think they get it done against the Royals who have been struggling. I think they put up enough runs, uh, the Royals that being, to Rangers. get... Or I'm sorry, the Rangers. Uh, yeah, talking Royals. Why am I talking Royals? The Rangers. You should correct me from the jump there. I, that was the first time I heard it. Oh, so I don't well, know maybe I said Rangers. Uh, Detroit, <laughs> yeah, Detroit know. Tigers and the the Texas Rangers. I apologize. So Detroit Tigers money line. Let me get into the pitching matchup in case you guys are all confused right now. <laughs> my fault. My apologies. Uh, Willie Peralta, you heard all of my partner's analysis. I think uh, he is somewhat, somewhat right. I think we're going to see a little bit of regression, but he has been pretty doggone good for the minimal time that we have seen him so far. Um, he has allowed zero earned runs in those uh, three out of those four outings. And Detroit has won three of them and or two of them and almost won the third against Houston, barely lost at three to two in the very closing inning. So I think Willie Peralta does just enough here today. He might give up some runs, but I don't think he's gonna give up any runs compared to Colby Allard. Colby Allard has not been good at all. Mediocre at best. He's allowed two earned runs or more in five of his last six starts, more like or more. He has allowed five home runs in those last six starts and Detroit's averaging about 1.10 home runs per game right now. Texas is 2-4 and four straight up in his last six home starts overall, and they're 1-5 straight up in his last six starts overall across the board. They have not been good when he's on the mound, and the Tigers are mashing lefties. If I didn't mention, Allard is a lefty, and the Tigers are lighting them up. At the plate, 333 batting average, 455 on base percentage, and scoring 13.00 runs per nine in their last five games versus left-handed pitching. If you don't like all of that, let me give you some key trends. Texas is 20 and 30 straight up after a loss, coming off that 4-1 loss last night to the Seattle Mariners with Chris Flexen on the mound, happily backed the Mariners in that spot. Yeah. Texas is 33 and 47 straight up on equal rest. Detroit is 5 and 0 straight up after allowing five or more runs in their previous game coming off of a 6-5 victory off of the White Sox yesterday afternoon. Detroit is 4-1 straight up in their last five versus left-handed pitching and 8-4 straight up in their last 12 games overall. I think this line is a little bit too much underdog for me and I think they're a little bit closer to plus 110 plus 115 so I will gladly be hammering in the Detroit Tigers to get a sneaky victory tonight against the Texas Rangers. So one final time my fourth and final best bet of the day Detroit Tigers money line I'll still be right there with you despite what I was saying you know I do like you said I like the Tigers to put up uh you know simply more runs than uh, the Rangers do on Willie Peralta I do not like Colby Allard today 
And that Tigers team, man, you said we both said it. They're sneaky, but I mean, they've got a positive record over their last 50 games, which uh, many of you would not believe if you haven't been playing close enough attention. So it's a, definitely a team that you need to look at, especially when you're getting plus money on them. So that is a fact, Jack. Yeah, I'll be right there with you, partner. Well, thank you, sir. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven best bets of the day. Now loaded through the screen into your ear holes and your eye holes, and now hopefully transferred into your sports books let's cash some damn tickets all right let's get these seven bad boys to the window i already have the broom out of the closet dusted off ready for a sweeping session with all that being said let's keep this show steaming right on down the tracks with the second segment of the day the special play of the day already told you but might as well one more time the monday madness parlay so we got three legs coming at you Actually, two of the legs we've already told you about, Mm -hmm. so we're stealing from our best bets to add to the parlay, and then we're going to take one that we both really, really liked uh, based on the pitching matchup. So, partner, if you want to kick things off here with the Monday Madness parlay, any leg you like, doesn't really matter. They're all right around the same time. Uh, Wherever you want to start, however you want to start it off, whatever you want to talk about, all up to you, my friend. The Monday Madness parlay kickoff is on your shoulders today, and once again, you have the floor. Okay. All right, I'm going to kick it off. I mean, we might as well just lay down what uh, the couple that we've already got on this one. Taking the Braves minus one and a half out of my best bets for this first leg out of the Monday Madness Parlay. Love Max Fried to handle the Pirates' ice-cold offense despite breaking that losing streak yesterday. As I mentioned, you know, the Brewers off, I mean, kind of coinciding with all of our picks here. The Brewers' offense might be cooling on down, and that's what we saw yesterday against the Pirates, but that Pirates' offense has shown no indications of heating up, and Max Fried absolutely handles them, no question about it. So I am uh, I got no problem taking the Braves minus one and a half. If you're feeling dangerous, obviously not on the parlay here. Feeling dangerous, I might go even juicier than that on my side picks. That's how much I love the Braves minus one and a half. All right, with all that being said, <laughs> the Braves minus one and a half are the first leg of the day. Uh, yeah, I actually might be interested in that as well. We'll see uh, more than minus one and a half. But for the first leg, minus one and a half Atlanta Braves. So that backwards, Atlanta Braves minus one and a half. Second leg of the Monday Madness Parlay. We're going back to my Cubbies. We're taking that selection from my best bets. We are taking the Chicago Cubs. First five money line. Uh, not really going to tell you guys anything else. You know how I feel. I think Zach Davies gets the job done. I think Matt Moore has a little bit of a struggle bus riding session here today in the friendly confines. And I think we cash this one nice and easy. I'm looking uh, nice 4-1, 4-0, uh, first five win here. Yeah, it's going to be a hot day in Wrigley, and that ball is going to be jumping off the jumping. jumping, jumping. So there you go. There's the first two legs. It's a three-legger. So the third leg on the Monday Madness Parlay, we're going back to the matchup between the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Francisco Giants. We're not picking a side this time. Well, I guess we kind of are, but we're taking them to put up a bunch of runs. We're taking the San Francisco Giants over four and a half runs. You're getting some pretty good odds on it, minus 106. I make that a little bit closer to minus 120, minus 130 for sure here today against Kim and then anything that Cardinals bullpen wants to try and throw at uh, the Giants offense right now. I don't think they're going to have any success regardless of who is on the bump against the Giants. So I... I'm predicting about a six, seven, maybe even eight run, uh, eight run showing here tonight from the Giants. What about you, man? Yeah, maybe not quite as uh, you know, eight run confident as you are, but I don't think we have any problem with the four and a half here. Uh, as you mentioned, it that bullpen is really what I've got my eyes set on if they can't get it done against Kim. So I'm, uh, I'm be right there. 
Four and a half, obviously, I'll be right there, but you know what I'm saying. All right. So there you have it, the three legs on the Monday Madness Parlay. Now, I could tell them all to you again. I could recap them. I could tell you what the odds are, but why don't you just get out those sports books once again if you haven't had them out yet? Pull out your pens and paper if you uh, got one of them kind bookies on the side or however you take note of the TTL crew's best bets of the day. Get ready because they're about to be live on your screen for the first time for this week, July 5th, 2021. Our best bets of the day are now on your screen coming to you live from the beautiful Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City, Missouri. That's right. I said Missouri. I'm from the South, ladies and gentlemen. If you could so kindly turn your attention to the left half of your screen here, you see our Mags picks one more time with his three best bets of the day. He is taking the Atlanta Braves minus one and a half, the Detroit Tigers versus Texas Rangers over nine, and the Kansas City Royals team total over four and a half. One, two, three. All right, just doing one. He's not going to hammer it three times. There you go, my friend. All right, thank you. Now you're with. All right, now to the right side of your screen. Colts picks today. My best bets of the day. Four coming at you. San Francisco Giants, minus one and a half. New York Mets, plus one and a half. Chicago Cubs, first five. Money line. And the Detroit Tigers, full game. Money line for my four best bets of the day. <laughs> he's been on, he's typically on it. I don't know if the man wielding the hammer remembers his job or not. But all below all of that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the money line, the money line, the Monday Madness Parlay. It is a shit show right now on the best bets of the day. Here we go. Three legs. We're locked in. Giants, team total, over four and a half. Atlanta Braves, minus one and a half. Chicago Cubs, first five, money line. You parlay those three bad boys up. You're getting odds right around plus 529. Hammer it in, and we will get that bad boy to the pay window tonight. So get ready. Get your hiking shoes on. We'll see you there about 10 or 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. Don't forget those hiking shoes. Don't forget those hiking shoes. It's just a little, little bit of a walk to the window. It's a little bit of a walk to the pay window. You got to start walking there now. I don't know where your pay window is. We'll meet you there, all right? However, there is all of our best bets of the day, the seven best bets, and the special play, the Monday Madness Parlay, all live on your screen. Give you a moment just to check them out, take a look, get them hammered in. All right, time to move along. Here we go. Well, actually, first, why not? Hammer them home, lock them in, sprinkle a little bit of cheddar down, whatever you like to say. Just make sure you get the TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day put in on whatever the current best line is on your favorite sports book. All right, moving right along here. If you are watching live, you see some additional uh, text here on the screen. Our good friends, the Money Line Dice, are ready. They're here. They are in prime time. If you aren't watching, you do now know what those few letters on the screen are. So without further ado, let's move on from the best bets of the day and get into the third and final segment of the betting portion of today's show, the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Now, uh, mentioned to you uh, back on uh, about 40 minutes ago at the top of the show that we were going to be rolling for the MLB matchup tonight between the Boston Red Sox and the Los Angeles Angels, if you did not remember. 
while I'm uh, getting things going here, partner, and uh, I will get the screen set up for the viewing pleasure of our wonderful fans on the opposite side of that screen, could you please set the stage? Uh, where are we playing at this evening? Who is the favorite? Who is the underdog? Or have the lines even really moved at all yet? And uh, what's the total? Any additional storylines we should know about? Anything coming out? And uh, once you get all through that, I'll see you and you here in just a little bit. Alrighty, sounds good to me. So we've got the Red Sox and Angels in Anaheim tonight, 8.30 Central Standard Time on ESPN, the worldwide leader. Uh, and the Red Sox are rolling out Martin Perez versus Jose Suarez for the Angels. Perez coming in with a 4.04 ERA, 6-4 record. Suarez 3-1 with a 1.98 ERA. And Martin Perez, he's got a 4.04 ERA, but... Contrary to what you might believe, he has got a 2.1 ERA on the road over six starts. He's been actually cooking along lately, home or away. Last three starts, two earned runs or less in each of his three. Red Sox have won all three. So we're kind of leaning towards Red Sox, but still a little bit of a question mark. This Angels team has been playing pretty damn well lately. And as I mentioned, Jose Suarez, do not know much about this guy at all. Uh, he's a pretty young guy, 23 years old, and he is making his, uh, it looks like his first start on the season, not his first career start, but first start on the season. He's made nine appearances so far, and as I mentioned, 1.980 ERA, 1.96 back in June. He went five and a third in his last time out, two hits, one run to the Yankees. So this guy has proven himself so far. But we'll see what he's got today. And for these lines here, we got the Red Sox at minus 113 with the Angels plus 105. When we were making this pick, it was right around one, minus 110 both ways. So the movement is going towards the Red Sox in the favorite spot. On the run line, we've got Red Sox minus 1.5 at plus 140 with the Angels plus 1.5 coming in at minus 145. And that over-under is set at 10 runs. Public money and the money percentage here. Bet slips 65% for the Red Sox, 62% for the Red Sox on the money. And for that total, it's a little bit of a different story. Sorry. What? I totally cut you off. I, I accidentally muted the mics instead of oh, closing. I was like, you only cut me off when you said sorry. What are we talking <laughs> no, about? It, it, was for, it was just for a brief five seconds there. My okay. apologies. Continue on, my friend. We're about ready to rock and roll if you got any closing final thoughts. Okay, so it was just in case yeah, I was muted. Red Sox are getting the public bets percentage and the money. 65% of the bets on the Red Sox. 62% of the money on the Red Sox. And the total over under 10, 40 or 52% of the bets coming in on the over with 67% of the money coming in on the under. So big money coming in for the under. Well, a little bit of the public and bet percentage coming in for the Red Sox money line partner. All right. So Boston is now flipped over to the favorite. Yep, the uh, undisputed favorite here. Yeah. All right, absolutely love it. Without further ado, I do apologize cutting you off, kind of scaring you there. I, I totally, totally muted the you mess said, out of you. And I was sorry. like, Ooh. I cut you off. And I was like, yeah, you only cut me off when you said sorry. Yeah, you just cut me off. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of another one of those. All right, here we go. For the first time on this beautiful July 5th, 2021, today's Moneyline Dice segment of the day. The aforementioned all-knowing Moneyline Dice are now live on your screen, ladies and gentlemen. Look at those beautiful dice. Always, always glistening in the TTL Production Studio lighting. Now, without further ado, 
you know the deal. You know the drill. Maybe you don't if you haven't been here before, but you're sure about to find out. Uh, you heard it at the top of the show. In the dice we trust, ladies and gentlemen. Hot. Hot, 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 hot. They cashed a minus one and a half plus money ticket on a team that then flipped to plus one and a half mm-hmm. last week convincingly. They are now 29, 28, and 1 overall on the TTL pod. Might have to do a little unit tracking as well. Go back, see where we're at, because I think they are definitely positive money, even though 29, 28, and 1, because we have cashed some serious, serious juicy juicy cashers. Enough talking these dice up. Let's let them work their magic. First roll, as always, home team, Los Angeles Angels, or away team, Boston Red Sox. We all will find out in a 3, in a 2, in a 1. Home team. Home team. Los Angeles Angels say the dice. Not going with the popular opinion of the Red Sox. So for the second roll, are we going to take them on the money line? Are we going to get some juice? Are we going to take them plus one and a half? Just keep this bad boy close. The dice will let us know in three, in two, in one. ATS it is. I'll snag that for you, partner. All right. So the dices, dices, the dices. Is that right? Uh, first selection. No, it's not. The dice. First selection <laughs> is the Los Angeles Angels run line plus one and a half. Will we be doubling down? Are they going to have us re-roll because the lighting was a little bit off? Are we skipping all that nonsense and going right to the total? Once again, we all find out in a three, in a two, in a one. Oh, that's a re-roll. Dice coming Ooh, out hot to start the week. Okay, all dice. All right. And we did have a little interference, um, but no re-roll. problem. No problem. Re-roll. Here we re-roll. go. We're just going to go hyperspeed this time. Don't need to tell you guys what's going on. You know the deal by now. First roll, home away. Three, two, one. Oh. Yep, yep. computer interference. Nope, nope, nope. Still the home team. Home team again. Still the home team, Angels. I'm going to keep it a little lower instead of getting so much loft to it here. Three, two, one. Home ATS, ATS once again. again. And for the wild card roll. Three, two. Home ATS. Yes, doubling down. So the double down has happened, ladies and gentlemen. Not that uh, not that terrible of odds. Minus 145 on the plus one and a half for the Angels. I, uh, I don't hate it. You would expect it to be a little bit longer there for that run line, but not too terrible. Oh, maybe action was wrong. I think it might be... The dice have spoken! (laughs) If you want a guaranteed, take a ticket to the window tonight. Hammer in right here, right now, for the first time. You heard it on episode number 73 of the TTL pod from our good friends, the Moneyline Dice. Los Angeles Angels, run line, plus one and a half. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Oh, man, look at look at these oh, guys just glistening. Great. The, glistening. Dice, the Dice are wanting me to say something. Oh. Make sure you check for the best price on this play because on certain books, you got it at minus 180, whereas a certain FanDuel has it around minus 150. Oh, so you heard it here as well from my partner. From Make the Dice. Sh- from the Dice. No, partner didn't say it. From it the was dice. the Dice. The Dice say lock in Los Angeles Angels plus one and a half, but make sure you do a little price shopping before you do so. So there you go. One more time. If you're not watching live, you're not seeing it on a screen, you're hearing it through some type of audio producing device, the Moneyline Dice Roll for July 5th, 2021, Los Angeles Angels, plus one and a half for the full game. Thank you, Dice. Thank you once again, Dice. Thank you, Dice. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, that wraps up today's money line dice segment of the day there are partners so you know we got to do it regardless even if you guys don't want to hear me say it anyway but why don't you just get yourself a set so you ain't got to hear me keep saying it so actually that wouldn't stop me. Uh, that would never stop me <laughs> because i absolutely love these guys and i'm going to keep promoting them until i'm in the grave so moneylinedice.com is where you can get your own set of moneyline dice or any of the other amazing products that they do have on their website you don't have to go searching the interweb. You don't have to go scrolling through the Google machine. We make it super easy for you. Head to this episode's description. Second link down at the bottom. That's the website. Hit that bad boy. You can scroll through all their merch. Nothing is off limits. And we also give you a discount code. We put it in the description as well. However, it is code TTL10, TTL10. When you get to check out and enter it in the code box, you're going to get 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com. Now, not only can you start rolling with the crew, but your efforts, your help makes this show bigger and better each and every single day and helps us make more content and make TTL Sports Media our vision and where we want to take it. So get your own MoneylineDice.com or get your own MoneyLineDice.com. Get your own MoneyLineDice now on MoneyLineDice.com. I'm tongue-tied all crazy right now, but there you go. There you have it. Start rolling today and start trusting in the dice too. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. We appreciate it. We will see you on Tuesday's show. We hope you have a beautiful Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, let me get everything uh, finalized here. Looking good before we wrap up the first half of the show here today. You know, producer Colt still uh, getting his wits about him from time to time. Uh, just had a, a little minor bump there. Just a, just a quick mutage of Magnuson, but no problem at all. No problem at all. Keep it rolling on down the tracks. All right. Everything looking great. One segundo. All right. All right. Got to get me all scooted in nice and nice and comfy because uh, we're about to strap in once again. First things first, that does it for the betting portion of today's show. That is the Moneyline Dice Roll, the special play, and all of our best bets of the day, the analysis trends, and everything in between that goes right alongside with it. If you are one of the kind degenerates that just stops by the TTL pod for our best bets and analysis and all the previous stuff, and you're about to head out of here, first things first, we appreciate you more than you know. Thank you for joining us on another day and battle with the books. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday unless you have other plans. But don't stay away too long if you guys really are out of here. We need you back in the trenches tomorrow. So we will see you on Tuesday's show for even more best bets, the two for Tuesday parlay, another Moneyline dice roll, and who knows what we might cook up in between. So we will see you guys later. But if you are sticking around for the second half of the TTL pod on this beautiful Monday, it is now time for that second half without further ado get ready for the fire that is the ttl cruise rants and reactions all right ladies and gentlemen it's time to drop it into first gear kick it on back just a little bit and uh talk some shit here in the ttl production studios I'm ready for it. My friend, how are you? The uh, the man that wields the hammer. How is the hammer feeling? How are you doing uh, coming off of 4th of July weekend? No, you got some rest, rejuvenation. 
Anything to report here before we dive deep into some uh, sports and sports gambling nonsense? I don't think so. Like I said, great weekend. Loaded myself with some, uh, loaded myself up with some apps to the point where uh, you know, got a little uh, two hour, two and a half hour nap on Saturday. Had uh-huh. a handful of beers, a little day drinking action. Nothing too crazy, like I mentioned, but mm-hmm. uh, you know enough to uh, get that recipe to where you can't move. Uh, come about six o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Absolutely. I uh, did just about the same, but I was on the beer brat train, my friend. Get your refresh, though. Johnsonville got me. If you didn't see me on uh, Twitter, they had the marketing ploy of the uh, Independence Day season. You can't spell sausage without USA. Well, I saw that commercial, promptly hopped in the truck, went and grabbed me a six-pack of Johnsonville's, and they made their way to the grill promptly uh yeah they got yeah, me you know, quick i think on friday i mentioned the brats were my favorite go-to that might be the one thing that i didn't have that, that i wish i would do. have how about that <laughs> had some burgers yesterday which i always love so oh yeah some good burgers had it bad about that and obviously I had some good stuff saturday too but no brats no brats all right well there you go there you have our uh fourth of july weekend let us know what you guys did uh did you do something cool did you watch some fireworks did you uh win some bets did you do some different things let us know drop it down in the comments we want to connect with you guys let us know what you did on your fourth of july weekend did you get kept up till one in the morning like me with boom booms going on all night let me know well we we, we want to talk with you we want to conversate with you hop on into the comments let us know what you did this past weekend but moving right along uh coming up here rather soon is the tokyo olympics okay coming up on july 23rd that is a friday ladies and gentlemen there's your information are we boycotting this son of a bitch i've been kicking the tires on it i don't want to be so i would feel pretty damn ridiculous if you and i were the only ones doing this boycott and everyone else is like yeah you know i still want to watch these olympics yeah right while we're like fuck all that (laughs) yeah right we're just two guys in the ocean just pissed off sitting in the corner banging our rattles on our high chairs like because, I mean, if, if, if there's an actual movement and that's what we got to do to get help out uh, Shikari Richardson, I'm not opposed, man. Nah. Uh, my girlfriend was giving me shit about it because we were talking about it. I showed her the clip from uh, Friday's show of us talking about it. And she was, uh, you know, on the same page as we were. We were but then I, I kind of mentioned it on Friday. Was, and I was like, well, you know, I do love USA basketball. And now there's golf in the Olympics as of 2016. Oh, I forgot about that. So it would be hard for me to stay away from those. Just be and but then she was gross to me because I watched that stuff, watched those sports in their own right, you know, mm-hmm. any day of the week basically. Right. But I I can't say I love USA basketball too much, so I don't know. I know it's gonna be and rough. That's obviously not a full boycott if I'm yeah, like sprinkling yeah. in some. Uh, yeah, you can't you know, do a little like side a, sprinkle. You know, that's like oh I'm not gonna bet today, and then you toss yeah, together yeah, exactly. a oh I only did a one dollar twelve leg parlay. That's <laughs> yes, not betting. Exactly. Come on, yeah, yeah. you know it's uh We'll see. I don't know, but I am getting excited for it. It sucks that all this shit is coming out now because I was getting really excited for the Tokyo Olympics. I love the Olympics, it's man. Just right the now. fanfare, everything, but it's a little goofy because not to mention, I also found out that another athlete that runs the exact same event, uh-huh. I'm not going to get into the you-know-what yeah. of the world right now, but that same athlete tested positive four steroids right the exact same day that shikari richardson tested positive for marijuana that young lady is still running in the tokyo olympics she said she ate a pork burrito that right. tainted her test the day before and shikari richardson is still sitting on the sidelines 
if uh, if these pork burritos get steroids in it, I might have to increase my pork intake. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm have a to. Big fan of pork. Hey, I didn't know there was. Uh, you, you trying know, to run to Chipotle right now? I'm trying yeah. to get me one of them pork bowls, son. If they're getting dude. they're getting steroids, let's let's rock and roll. Actually, yeah. Uh, heard there's not so good benefits to taking steroids i heard they oh, yeah, got yeah, some yeah. issues yeah, that come yeah, along with yeah. that too so well, well maybe we might have to d- 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 think about that i don't know might have to think about the whole pork burritos but regardless the olympics come on. i don't know what i don't know what's i don't know what there's what's up their ass right now because it's not all this stuff there's random different stuff that's a little head scratching and uh, a lot of people aren't too happy about it so uh you know are we, I also, if everyone's boycotting it, and you know, I'm not going to be the ones that are like, yeah, you know, I'm still going to watch these, you know, swimming. I, I don't mm. care enough about those types of events. <laughs> right. No disrespect, but like, <laughs> will I watch it? Uh, you know, if, if everything's cool, sure. But. Right. Well, <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll see what happens boycott with the watch. Tokyo Olympics. Who knows? <laughs> but it is boycott watch. But it is coming up. Uh, maybe we'll put together a, uh, a petition that you guys can sign. But. It is coming up Friday, July 23rd is the official start, the opening ceremonies of this year's Summer Games. Speaking of golf now officially being in the Tokyo Olympics, we had quite the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic in the PGA uh, Tour here this past weekend. Uh, Came down, if you didn't see it yesterday, came down to uh, Cam Davis and uh, Merritt. I can't think of what his first name is right now. Totally blanking. Uh, But it went to a fifth playoff hole after last week went to eight playoff holes. So we went to fifth playoff hole. Cam Davis misses a par putt to end it and merit. Or Cam Davis misses a birdie putt to end it, makes his par putt. Merritt misses his par putt on the final hole to bogey the hole and give Cam Davis the Rocket Mortgage Championship. So, hey, congrats to Cam Davis. It's his first official tour win. You never like to get it when the other guy fucks up. Uh, You like to get it outright. But either way, a dub's a dub. And he got that nice cash check in the bank promptly this morning. I uh yeah, it was an it was a definitely an exciting tournament. I was hoping my man Bubba could pull it out right there knocking on the door once again. I'm hoping he uh keeps this up cuz this kind of came out of nowhere. He was down for I don't even know how long it seemed like. It seemed like wow. for a couple years even Quite honestly. A while. So I'm just happy to see him up at the top of the leaderboard again cuz he's been one of my favorites for uh you know the last 10 years, but uh Big ups to Cam Davis. Uh, you know, these playoff holes, I, I'm down to have them uh, keep rolling every single weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Great for Cam Davis. Uh, he had been struggling a while trying to get that first win, so it was good to see that. But uh, nothing else major coming out of the PGA. I believe the, uh, the match is coming up this week. Oh, yes. that Bryson is and Rogers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole deal. Uh, so Rogers and Bryson. Bryson versus Phil and Tom, Tampa Tom. Uh, early predictions, early winners. While we're here, uh, so I mean, I'm obviously not gonna. Not Why would I take ask that? Rogers, I'm not. But then that, that I say ah because I'm not the biggest Bryson fan in the world either. So I sure. wish that wasn't the pairing. I wish Aaron Rodgers was paired up with somebody else. Aaron I mean, and Phil would be sick. It, oh, that would be awesome. Aaron and Phil but, would be uh, sick. I, it, Phil and Tom is such a sick combo. Yes, though. it is. But, uh, yes, it is. Goat and goat. <laughs> I'm interested to see what happens with Bryson. Like uh, bias aside, I might be taking, and I'm probably not gonna take it because I can't physically take myself to uh, bet against my man Aaron Rodgers but a lot of stuff going on with Bryson right now that's a little bit questionable did not have a good weekend had uh you know a little bit of a appearance of a you know scuffle not scuffle but uh you know falling out of of sorts with his caddy obviously Mm -hmm. backing out of that Mm -hmm. relationship temporarily so I I don't know man I'm uh, not uh super confident in Bryson this week yeah uh maybe we've been uh 
putting some extra stuff into protein shakes and been making us a little bit emotional. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's Who's going on on here. Who's to say? But there might be my hot, hot take uh, at the current moment because uh, I think he's just a weird guy. Man. Old DeChambeau is not playing like we saw him uh, last year or even in the past couple months. He has fallen off a cliff and a half. I think he's just a weird guy, man, and a lot of the stuff that's going on is getting in his head. If you and I know me. you're a big Brooksy guy, too. So. I am. So but, yeah, uh, even aside aside from that, even before this whole like rivalry of sorts, I was never the biggest fan of Bryson. But now it seems like everything that's going on is starting to get into his head. Maybe I don't know. I think so. I think you are right that it's getting into his head. I mean, he's just uh, I don't think he's super mentally tough like that. Honestly. Yeah. So there you go. There are, there's our opinion. Went down a whole different rabbit hole than the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Uh, got off on another little tangent. But you know that's how the ransom reactions work. So let's keep it moving. Keep it grooving. To my specialty, I have promised you that I would dive deep, and boy, oh boy, girls and boys, have I dove deep. I am talking about the world of MMA and UFC. I, uh, you know, did a little bit of research, see what's coming up. I've been uh, shining up the tools in the tool shed, if you will, okay. on BKFC, on Bellator, on PFL, obviously the premier UFC, trying to see what's going on out there, okay? So first things first. One of, um, I don't want to say one of my favorite fighters, but one of my top fighters to watch, a great yeah. fighter to watch. Uh, you're not going to see him for a little while. Not going to get into the all logistics of everything that's going on. But Luis Pena, over the weekend, got charged with robbery and battery of his girlfriend. So you will not be seeing him in the no, UFC no, for quite some time or maybe even ever again. Um, he had come off of a couple of rough losses. He was doing really good. I was actually looking forward to seeing him back in the cage, seeing where he improved. So he had some a few improvements he could make on the ground and then a few improvements on the feet. And I, I, just, I thought he needed to just be... Yeah, much sharper. Touch up a little bit. But no more. Sucks to suck. So like you said, not to get into logistics, but and I this is the first I'm hearing of it. He robbed his girlfriend. Some something along those lines. Uh, I don't. I didn't read the whole article because I'm just like I don't even want to know all this shit. I don't need the drama. But something along the lines. They got into a tussle. Battery robbed. Robbed yeah. her. I don't know. But the headline read. Luis Pena charged with robbery and battery of girlfriend. So <laughs> there you go. There you have it. However, that's all I want to say about that. Just in case you're wondering where the hell's Luis Pena been? He was on a tear. Eh, not no more. Moving right along. Uh, kind of disappointed to hear this. We had uh, coming up on the 17th. Uh, it was going to be a fight night, I do believe. I don't think it was anything premier. Uh, Max Holloway was scheduled to fight Yair Rodriguez. That was going to be so sick. Uh, it was looking like this was going to be kind of like Max's setup fight to sit and wait between right. Volk and Ortega. Whatever happened there, then Max would get either Volk or Ortega. However, Max has now pulled out of the July 17th fight against Rodriguez due to an undisclosed injury. So, timetable to return, TBD, injury, TBD. We have no idea what's going on with Max Holloway, but we do know we will not be seeing him fight in 2021 still. Definitely sucks because he's coming off of that beautiful boxing yeah. performance against Calvin Cater uh, back at the uh, end of 2020. You know, man, I hope he's okay. I don't yeah. know what's all going on. It's kind of bizarre that they're not releasing what exactly the injury is. She's not that great. But that's not great when they're not doing that because typically fighters are like, yeah, I fucked up my foot in training right. or, oh, I split open my eye. I can't right. fight. You obviously can't fight with a cut, whatever. 
But there's there's nothing that's come out yet. So I will continue to update you guys on that. But as per now, trying to find a replacement for Yair Rodriguez for the card on July the 17th. Yeah, that's a bummer because Max Holloway, as you kind of mentioned, literally just making that second push to get back up to the top of the ranks of his division. So, And uh, as you mentioned, he's been killing it lately, and I thought he was going to make that push again, but might have to be on hold. Classic uh, Max Holloway. If you're a fight fan, you know this quote. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is, Max Blessed. Uh, wish you a speedy recovery. Hope to see you back soon. Uh, another big news, and I say big because we're going to the heavyweight division, ladies and gentlemen. Not only are we having this horseshit interim championship title fight yep. between Cyril Gaon and the Black Beast, Derek Lewis, we have now seen another heavyweight matchup that is very, very close to having both names signed on the dotted line. Contracts are almost completed, and we have, it looks like, upcoming on UFC 266, shit, we ain't even got through 265 yet, Curtis Blades versus Jarzinho Rosenstreich for the main event of USC 266. I love it. So is this uh, the winner gets the loser of Cyril Gaon versus Black Beast, you think? You know, it's funny that you put it that way, because I, I, it's almost like, yeah, but then what the fuck? You're just going to have Francis sit around for another nine months, another 12 months? Well, no, like, that's what I mean. Uh, the winner of that fight gets Francis uh, Ngannou, the winner of uh, Gon versus Black Beast, and then the loser of that fight would get the winner of this fight. That's kind of what I'm saying. Oh, so the loser of... Gon um, versus Black Beast gets the winner of this one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I could definitely see that happening because, honestly, right now, it's a five-horse race right. in the heavyweight division, and those are the five guys. Unless you put... Unless Stipe... Unless you put Stipe back, back up there. There. Like um, but honestly, Blades, Lewis, uh, Rosenstroik, and Ganu, and God. Yeah. Those are the five big boys that are going at it right now in the heavyweight. They are vying for top position. Justin Taffa, you might see. I think he lacks a few little things yeah. to really be elite like that. Tanner Boser starting to make some waves. I think he might have what it takes. Um, I would love to see him versus Cyril Gan. I think that would be just classic brawler versus technical Muay Thai artist I think that would be really really good so I'm interested to see what happens here with Tanner Boser I think he can more than hold his own he's an old school Canadian hockey fighter so I absolutely love him um, outside of that in the heavyweight division yeah if you count out Stipe um, really not many guys making huge noise huge waves uh, obviously Alexander Volkov now per Per his age, he's still young, but in terms of fight length in the UFC, he is old he when it comes to that. Now, so yeah. we'll see what happens there. That might have been one of his last fights we see against Gon. Might not have been. Not too sure, but the heavyweight division is starting to get shook up and things are starting to happen. So uh, per Brett Akimoto, things are in the works for UFC 266, almost signed for Rosenstroik versus Blades. Uh, I am a huge fan of that matchup. Cannot wait to see that. Both guys bring power. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, as far as UFC 265 goes, now that I've told you everything else kind of happening, uh, also going to try and get more into BKFC. I have really been lacking there, and I watched some highlights last night. Wow. Wow. Wild. Wow. I mean, it is, it is insane, some of the fights and some of the stuff. I, I mean... It's a lot. Now, if you think that UFC is gruesome, and uh, you probably don't want to click over to Bare Knuckle right. Fighting Championship because <laughs> uh, it is pretty, pretty brutal. I mean, it, it's it's tough. But 
I think we must start getting into it because it is uh, it's top notch. It's it's electric, electric, and it is very, very technical. Yeah. Very, very technical. You might see it as just two goofers going in there throwing bombs, right. but it is a very, very technical matchup because bare knuckles you get barely touched once, and it's uh, night night, Tweety yeah. Bird. That no is kidding. over with. But UFC 265, we got Connor versus Dustin the Diamond coming up this Saturday. Live from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Uh, should well, actually, right now it's probably already crawling in Vegas. I've been out there. Oh, yeah. I've been out there for a fight week. Actually, for a Connor fight I was week. Say for a Connor fight and week, though. Yes, for yeah. a Connor not, fight week. Not saying you, but yeah, uh, where he Vegas, fought yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Actually, uh, that was insane. Yeah. I was there for the start of that week and uh, left the middle of that week. I left Vegas. A Connor fight week is unlike anything. The MGM Grand obviously is connected to the T-Mobile Arena. That's their whole stadium. That's their whole deal. MGM Grand is filled with nothing but notorious stuff. Yeah. I mean, everywhere you look, there is some type of notorious mug, glass, shirt, hat, something that you can buy. But the thing is, is I think that the diamond is going to be bringing just as much heat this time around. And I think you're going to be able to find just as much stuff out there because... This is the trilogy. It's 1-1. One, yeah, one. This is huge. This is crazy. Both guys are back to talking shit now after yeah. being all respectful in the second fight. Right. I'm here for it. And if you weren't a Dustin fan before fight number two, you at least have his respect at this point. Yeah, no absolutely. Kidding. Absolutely. And I'm a fan of him. This the, the thing I'm worried about, though, is this has kind of been the story of the Diamond's career. Okay. He will go on a streak, go on a run, beat a huge name and then fall off the map. Okay. That is the reason why he has his name, the diamond. Okay. Because diamonds are formed under pressure and he consistently finds himself under pressure in the UFC and has to perform to get himself back in those rankings. Not saying any hate against the diamond. I love the diamond. I would not hold a fucking candle to him. I would probably be able to spar for 15 seconds and I'd be flat on my ass. I wouldn't even question going toe to toe with the diamond. However, it's just, just kind of been the story of his career and this has also been the story of Connor, where he comes off of that loss and he unlocks an entirely new version of himself. And I don't know how many more versions Connor can unlock, but he is on an entirely new level. I'm back watching his training uh, videos back on his Instagram nonstop 24 7, and he is in that different level. And he's back on the Connor talking shit. Not happy dad. Hey, champ, champ. Uh, let's, oh, hi, Dustin. Hi, Mr. Dustin. He. He is here to fight, and he is here to be classic Notorious McGregor. So, I can't wait. I think it's. I think <laughs> I this entire wait. week, the lead up to it, I think you need to be watching the pressers. I think you need to be watching everything because these boys are going back to the dirt, and they're going back to talking shit on each other. So, I, I suggest that you tune in not only this entire week, but this weekend. Uh, make sure you buy it and get everything set up legally. You know, yeah, uh, all that. Uh, make sure you do all that. But uh, one other announcement for UFC 265, actually a really, really solid fight has been added to the card. Two guys that I was thinking, when are we going to see them again? Both uh, coming off of really, really solid performances, and they should have some opportunities coming up here at 170. Michael Chiesa versus Vicente Luque added to 265, my friend. That's a juicy one. How about that? That is a juicy one. Yeah. I mean, I should- UFC is not really disappointed with these no. uh, pay-per-view matchups no, right now. No, not at all. Uh, so I am beyond pumped. Um, I was really excited to, to know when Luke was getting back in the cage. And the yeah. fact that it's against Kiesa, two high-level BJJ guys, two high-level strikers, 
give me this one. I mean, give me all of this fight. This might be my favorite fight on the card outside of Connor and Dustin. Man, I can't wait. I I cannot wait for this. Are we card. mixed up here? Is this 264 this weekend and that one's 265? Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. So 264 is this weekend okay, and then yeah, 265 yeah. is the weekend after. So I was misspeaking. Um, yes. So 265 is the one coming up. So Kiesa Luque on 265, not this weekend. Right. right I right. apologize. No worries. Um, but yeah. So that's a fight I'm I'm really looking forward to. But uh, back to 264 this coming weekend. Uh, Connor Diamond three trilogy fight, the rubber match. Make sure you stay tuned in all week. I'll be breaking down some of the countdown stuff, some of the UFC embedded stuff I'm seeing. I dive deep already in fight week, and it came to my mind, why the fuck don't I just start making content on this shit? I'm so knowledgeable about it. I might as well just start talking, not tooting my own horn, but uh, just going to keep bringing you guys this stuff. So um, make sure, if nonetheless, you tune into Friday's show. We will break down the entire card, give you best bets from the entire thing from the beginning early prelim all the way to the main event and then you know the deal my friends it's time to cash one of these bad boys i'll bring you uh another colts main card parlay and uh after one leg last week on one of the biggest favorites on there i think i have everything mapped out just where i need it i think i'll i think i'll be right there with you all right my friend well make sure you guys Come by, stick around for uh, Friday's show for the UFC 264 breakdown and main card parlay and even more best bets outside of that. So there you go, World of MMA, UFC. Told you, I'm going to keep bringing the heat. I'm going to keep doing it. So uh, make sure you keep tuning in if you like to uh, get all up to date on the world of UFC and MMA because outside of the premier guys, um, Brad Akimoto, Ariel Hawani, there's not a whole lot of huge many people that cover it. So I will gladly put that burden on my shoulders and uh, continue to bring you content on it. But let's get out of the world of MMA. Let's get back to some more sports that everybody knows everything about. First things first, let's stop off in the NFL because nothing crazy really going on there right now. But a little bit of news has come out. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's kind of one of those uh, beating the same old drum kind of news that has come out. Josh Gordon has filed for reinstatement into the NFL yet again. What do you think? Is he getting the appeal? Is he coming back? Can the man stay off of the pots long enough to be able to complete a few practices and see live on the field? Because I, in my mind, he is still one of the best receivers in the league. He is top notch. His athletic ability, if he would just take it seriously, his athletic ability far surpasses half the damn wide receivers in the league. Yeah. He just needs to take it seriously. I mean, I I think he's still a very good receiver. I don't know if he's like top 10 still. I'm not saying quite that far. Maybe you're not either. Right, because we know. haven't seen him. Right, right, right. But uh, I hope he gets back, man. He's been exciting. And, uh, you know, I don't know. We've kind of, like you said, beaten the same old dead horse. We've seen this story well, before where everyone's excited for him to, to see him come back. And then it's uh, pretty short-lived. What was it? Week week 12 of like 2020 the last time or 2019 the last time we saw him because we, sure. we didn't see him last year i'm pretty sure I'm it was for the seahawks sure. in 2019 like week 12 or week 13 right i don't even know so, this is one that i've kind of like two times ago i've kind of yeah. taken myself out of it because it's kind of just been the same old story yeah not that it's necessarily his fault i don't think he's had the fairest shake of things but kind of one of those things where a couple times ago i yeah you know if, and, he, if he's here great if if not i you know i'm not yeah, gonna get excited for it absolutely and if you haven't um heard pat mcafee talk about the substance abuse program substance of abuse program in the nfl 
it's designed so your happy ass does not get out of there. It's designed to fuck your life up. Right. Like if you if you do not walk the straight and narrow, the substance abuse program, you can <laughs> see your NFL right. career and everything goodbye. Um, if you want to hear some good, he has some really, really good knowledge. I'm not sure if there's like any specific clips or anything, but McAfee's got some really good knowledge on that stuff. I love to hear him talk about that. Um, but we'll see what happens with Josh Gordon. Uh, nothing crazy else happening on the NFL gridiron, but we will be sure to keep you guys updated. Days are ticking on down. Before you know it, we'll be talking and fantasy football we'll be in our leagues we'll be giving you bets we'll be giving you stuff we'll be having fantasy football going on in the rants and reactions we'll tell you what you should be targeting on the free agent market for the week to come some key things we've been hearing that also play in from our bets to the guys that we are going to decide to be putting in our fantasy lineups you better believe ladies and gentlemen that even though the mlb season has been a little bit hit and miss here for the ttl crew when it comes to nfl college football college basketball we do the damn thing yeah let me tell you that we do the damn thing so we'll get through these next couple weeks month and a half just remember this is the last month we have without betting on any type of football you a big nfl preseason better well since we don't have preseason this year uh i won't be well then we don't have oh it's college football in august that's right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, My yeah. Bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. College football starts. <laughs> it's all good. You, you big what do you mean we don't have preseason this year? Am I missing something? Yeah, they they get the preseason games away. There's no preseason games this year. They they took the preseason games away and added the uh added the extra week. I thought they still had at least a couple. Nah, I don't believe so, but we can fact check the hell out of me. Please fact check me cuz I that's just will go to show that uh I am out of my not out of my wheelhouse. I'm I'm rusty. Well, we will certainly find out. I don't think that's right. Yeah, there's preseason games. They just shortened it. I don't know. Because a lot of people were asking. Yeah, that's NFL.com. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it sure is. CBS Sports. I, I was almost positive they took I that they away. They shortened it. Yeah, I well, think maybe last year I think then. So what? What did they shorten it to? Two games. Maybe. So what's the fuck? The point of the damn preseason yeah, games? That's just that. stupid. That's <laughs> dumb. I'm not arguing that. Either way, well, I apologize. I misspoke. I thought they uh, got rid of the preseason games. Apparently, we did not. We just added an extra week and kept the preseason games, and now we're just going. No wonder guys don't want to show the fuck up at OTAs. <laughs> no, fucking no fucking wonder. Yeah. Dumbass NFL. All right, keep it moving. Keep it grooving before I get on that soapbox because that's pretty our, goofy. Tune up our NFL knowledge here. That is for sure. That is for sure. But we promise we will once it uh, <laughs> once it comes on around. Well, I'm, I've already been diving yeah. deep back into stuff, uh, sure. just not only for the rants and reactions. So there you go, gridiron. Now to the game, so beautiful it has to be played on diamonds. Uh, the MLB, some uh, key news coming out of there. First things first, a little bit of uh, not so good news. Kyle Schwarber hitting the IL for an indefinite amount of time. Uh, hammy, hammy injury, hammy strain. Not exactly sure what all it is. Um, they don't even have a timetable on him yet. Absolutely crushing for how he was absolutely mashing the ball. Hottest man on the planet. Hottest man on the planet was really starting to find his groove. Ah, uh, man, I feel so bad for Schwarby. So hopefully he can come back by the time the All-Star breaks over, uh, if not a few weeks past that. 
come back for the Nats, uh, try and get a little postseason run going to there. But uh, kind of been his uh, story of his career almost. Yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily that same injury, but just kind of, yeah. you know, just when he starts to get going, something like this happens. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll see. That's kind of a depressing injury. Uh, but for some really good news, for some really cool stuff, Shohei Otani becomes the first official MLB player of any race to be selected to an all-star team as not only a pitcher, but as also a hitter. What do you think about that, man? How is it, is it too early to put Shohei Otani in GOAT status? Uh, as far as that, I would say so. Uh, you know, I, I have a different... I mean, I think he's fantastic, but uh, I mean, I don't even think he's the best player on his team when Mike Trout's healthy if uh, we're getting down to brass tacks of it. So as far as GOAT conversation, well, brass, I'm out on that. Well, but, brass tacks of it, he just hit his 31st home amen. run of the season last night, amen. and that ties Hideki Matsuyama's record as the most home runs from a Japanese player. And last time I checked, we got still well over 100 games to play. I don't want to sound like I'm poo-pooing Shohei Otani. <laughs> I am a master. A fan, he is fantastic. He was one of the best in the league. <laughs> well, he just said he was the best player on his team. It's Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess Mike I, Trout's in the goat conversation himself. I guess it is. It's it's pretty close. It's they pretty close. They have pitchers aside from those guys because yeah, that despite yeah. those two guys being on their team, and obviously Trout's been out, but even when he was there, they were still around five hundred. So well, get, and you know the jury's still out here. If is Otani a better hitter or a better hitter. pitcher you know hitter. because he gave up seven earned runs in his last yeah. outing man and that's 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 unacceptable i, I can't say, do that <laughs> i think he's a dominant hitter i would say he's a really good pitcher he's not, i don't i wouldn't label him as a dominant, dominant pitcher sure. but uh yeah i mean we were expecting him to destroy the yankees uh, on the mound last week but obviously that didn't happen but uh he's doing it with the bat pretty damn consistently and uh i think he's gonna he might get one tonight i think so too oh speaking of which if you guys wanted to know how excited we are for the nfl season I'm wearing fucking Bears flip-flops right now. Uh, hey, thanks, Ma. Appreciate it. Love you. Uh, got your Green Bay Packers. <laughs> there you go. We are more than excited. Uh, but in the MLB, that just popped into my head because it fell off my foot. Um, but in the MLB, we'll see if uh, we get one from him here again tonight against Boston. I think against Martin Perez. He hasn't been the great, the greatest against lefties, but I think he might have a little bit of a shot here against Martin Perez. I don't think Martin Perez is going to put up an over again against these boys, but... Nah. We'll see what goes down, what happens. The dice told us that the Angels are going to keep it close, at least within a run. So, hey, we'll see what happens. But there you go. Update on Shohei Otani. Definitely looks like he is going to be getting the uh, home run record for most from a Japanese player of any time. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) There you go. Might get it tonight. Yeah, might get it tonight. Hopefully he does. That would be awesome. Uh, Make sure you stay tuned in to our uh, social medias because if he does, I can guarantee you, you're going to see something about it from us. So make sure you follow us there. Uh, Hell of a time to remind you as well. Uh, You can find all of that in the link tree in this episode's description. You can find all of our social platforms and additional content. So as always, you can consume it however and whenever you please. And then as well, if you're looking for more best bets, uh, more parlays, more all types of stuff, everything we bet on a daily basis outside of the TTL pod. Make sure you follow us on the Action Network app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. Riley is at RMAGS, all caps. And then you can follow the best bets from the pod at Talking the Line on the Action. You can also follow us on Tally site, T-A-L-L-Y-S-I-G-H-T. You can see all of our best bets of the day. Um, right now, they just stick with money line totals and spreads. So if we have any of those best bets, we put them out on Tally site. Pretty cool. You can actually go right on to our dedicated landing pages for all of our picks. You can bet 
right from that page uh, on your favorite sports book. We have unlimited opportunities there. And then if you also want to become um, a member of Tally's site, we give you 70% off um, by just stopping by the page. You can sign up. It's only $2.99 uh, a month for membership. So you're getting 70% off of that. Uh, so if you want to do that, you can get even more insights analysis from some of the top betters in the industry. We know we're getting our feet wet. We're starting to get better and better and better as the days and weeks roll along here and as we continue this journey as sports betting analysts. But there are some of the best names, some of the names that you would instantly know that are associated with Tally's site and that uh, we are part of a community with. So suggest you head on over there, check us out, uh, check out our pages and check out Tally's site on Twitter as well. They got some good content they consistently put out. So there's that. There you go. Back into the MLB. Uh, War on sticky stuff rages on, my friend. Over the weekend here, we had a little Kenley Jensen issue. A little fishy. A little fishy. So one of the new rules say states that there is no rosin to be put on the pitching or the glove hand. Right. You cannot put rosin on the glove hand or there cannot be any foreign substances anywhere on that armor hand. It just can't happen. Well, Kenley Jensen comes in for the close, gets back to the bump, looks up at his shortstop, looks up at his second baseman and tosses one of those, flicks the glove off, grabs that rosin bag up, pats it around a few times, drops it back down, sticks the glove back on his hand, and turns around and gets walking back up onto the rubber on the bump. Mm -hmm. While this is all going down, and I tweeted this out, but the ump had the classic move we all know and can see. What what do you think I'm thinking if I, if I do this? Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. I don't know what's going on. I, I totally see what the hell you're doing, but I really got to pretend that I am not right now. So let me crack my neck a few times yep. and look down. And all right, play ball. Here we go. So are we just picking and fa picking and choosing who the fuck's favorites or what we're doing here or who's getting kicked off? And not to mention, while I'm on this rabbit hole, Garrett Cole was touching the brim of that ball cap an awful lot yesterday against those New York Mets. I think it's safe to say the policing on the old sticky stuff is not exactly consistent. No, no, no. I don't think it is at all. I don't think it is at all. I, I mean, I'm I'm talking about the man. Every pitch. Mm -hmm. Every pitch. He was he was touching that hat an awful lot yesterday. So uh, we're picking and playing favorites. So there's stuff going on behind the lines. Hey, we don't want to hurt the game too much. We want to keep people coming around and liking your names too. So uh, we'll oh, just, no, just be careful. Who knows what's going on? It is still going to rage on. It's still going to be bananas. Who in the world knows? And we're still going to rant and react about it. However, your man, not anymore, Hector Santiago. He wasn't uh, very good when he was with the Sox. Yeah, so I, I, know he, I know he wasn't. <laughs> so Hector Santiago, his appeal is officially set for next week. Yep. Early next week, he'll be appealing uh, his sticky stuff trial. Uh, we dove deep into that. We told you everything. He got his glove uh, put into a trash bag. Yep. It looked like a hefty bag. Uh, and uh, apparently it got all investigated. Said it was just a little bit of rosin. So he's going to uh, appeal that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what uh, comes all of that. But Santiago is not just going to bite the bullet and uh, be the the lone son of a gun that got kicked out and uh, has that blemish on his record. They uh, Speaking of the Sox on Sunday, back-to-back -back Sundays, I thought we were about to have another one uh, for Detroit yesterday. I'm blanking on what his name was. But the umpires took about five different looks at this dude's glove and finally just had to give it, had made him get a new one. 
Really? It was really bizarre yesterday. Is it just that your socks are on a little bit of a just a little bit of a skid? I'm not saying they're bad, just a little bit of a skid. And like maybe the umps are the umps are the umps are like, hey, 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 what's going on here? This sock should be way better. They're first in the yeah, the AL Central. What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. You know, what is that saying. why they're they got, first in the AL yeah, Central? Yeah, sure. sure, they, sure. We, we're having so many opportunities to check gloves and <laughs> you know the the sock <laughs> Tony Larusa just policing every doggone thing we got yeah, going on. Totally. I don't know. Uh, I mean, speaking of which, how are you feeling about your man, Tony? Everything going good over man. there? We got a six-game division lead despite three, four starters out of the lineup right now. I'm yeah. pretty uh, you know, I'm pretty content right now. Not too shabby. I would have to agree with you. Your socks yeah. are playing good. But for the time being, from me, they are on the DNB list. Do not bet. They, uh, they're a little less than trustworthy right now. Uh, not saying that I don't like Dylan Cease today against Bailey Ober, but uh, Dylan Cease in the big games on the road has shit the bed all season long, and Bailey Ober really sucks as well, so we might see an over game here today. I don't really know what's That's going on. Over, yeah. uh, they are unpredictable right now. I'm not going to Too lie. much, too much, too much. They might be uh, have a very, very comfortable lead, and I think because of that comfortability, they're Getting a little lackluster in a few areas. We need to tune it up. Tune it up in the brains, boys. We got money to win here. You were best team in the first five. Now you can't even put up two runs in the first five inning. What the hell are we doing here, huh? Let's get back to winning. Let's hope that the Sox get back on the track so we can take them off of the DNB list. Uh, my Cubbies. Speaking of DNB list. Ooh, boy. Well, actually, we bet them today. I know. Aside uh, from the first five. They're, yeah, they're 0-9 in their last nine overall. Um, it's brutal. And, and you know, if you're a Cubs fan, if you're watching, the one silver lining that I can tell you guys is we're not getting blown out. We're not getting destroyed. Yeah, it's it's, it's one-run like game. It's, nine in a row, it's, it's little stuff. mental issues. It's yeah. little mental issues. We we play so well through the first six innings. And, and if you're a Cubs fan, you know this. This is classic Cubs. This is just, it is what it is. We get good. We get hot. And then we start pulling bonehead moves in the seventh inning. I mean, we play pristine the whole game. And then we just bonehead moves. I think we're going to get out of it. I don't think this is going to be a consistent. I think this is just a little pre-all-star game slump bump whatever you want to call it we're going through right now and eventually we'll get back on track like like i said just being those one run losses are definitely make me feel a lot better than nine to two nine to four like uh-huh, shit uh-huh. so uh my turn to poke the bear now Uh-oh. Uh-oh. any concerns about uh selling the assets here no extensions have been given Oh yeah, they're selling the fucking team. I've already yeah. come. I've already come to conclusions. Anything that's of happened that. in this break, uh, uh, trade deadline coming up? If we don't pull our heads out of the asses, one hundred fifty percent, one hundred fifty percent. I I would not put it by Jed one bit. Hoyer will start just. He'll just start pulling cards. He don't give a shit. Now this would be highly unlikely because he was already trashing the team on. on sure. He was already sure, he's sure. already done trash the team. He's yeah. like, oh, we need to be walking more. We need to be doing stuff on national television. Yeah. How do you think that fucking makes the team right. feel? Real good. Thanks, Mr. Yeah, President. It's bizarre, man. Um, I don't think it would be even despite if it was the right move or not. I just having seen what's going on in my lifetime, I don't think that would be fair to you guys as Cubs fans. Even if it might be the right move long term as far as winning games, I these mean, these guys are the only guys that have ever got the job done exactly, for the Cubs. That's what I'm saying. They're the only guys I that have ever got to, you know, ride out however long you can with that core of guys for the fan base, honestly. And I think if, so too. Unless there's a clear cut way to turn it around in a different way for wins. Okay, so do you have an opinion on this? If anybody out of Riz, KB, Contreras, Javi, and I will say those four. Yeah, those yeah, those basically four, four sure, core. Sure. Who goes out of those four? I will say it is concerning what Baez has done the last couple of years. 
very concerning. But at the same time, I don't know where his trade value is right now. I don't know if his trade value is worth a damn. Yeah, because, I mean, the guy that I don't think you should want to trade is Chris Bryant. But and he, he has the most the, value. Exactly. He has the most exactly. value right now. He can play left field to fucking catcher. He can hit the ball. He can hit it with power. He can field. He can throw. And, it wouldn't and surprise me if they did. Unfortunately, Contreras. kids, I, I, yeah, well, his, that too. Because his trade value as a catcher, I mean, there's not a ton of catchers that can extreme, slug like extreme can, so. trade value as a catcher. So, unfortunately, kids, it might be our two favorites, and <laughs> and yeah, it's just it's gonna come down to the guys who have trade value, and yeah, who, 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 what are we gonna get? Fucking Ozzy Albies for Javi? Like, yeah, I don't know. Come on, well, now. So, like, I was, I was about to say, I, it would be highly unlikely, but I did see something where it was like Rick Hahn, the White Sox GM lauded over uh you know certain guys versatility to play multiple spots and so one of my white Sox guys that i follow said something like chris bryant on the south side by the end of august or something by august 2021 and i said oh my goodness no and of course i would love that that would be that amazing. just depressed the shit out of me, i dude. yeah I'm sorry wow and i was like oh I didn't, my god I didn't they think, can't do that right they i didn't think do that, that would upset me that much the that city really just burn, that just really took the whole wind out of my city would fucking burn and it very well might it would it very well the might city would burn. damn dude damn dude that would really fucking suck <laughs> i haven't really thought about this too much man let's move along this is depressing the shit out of me gilby i don't want my cubs to be broken up keep the band together fuck fuck all right, I got it out. Okay. We're good. All right, move it right along. Uh, it's not so fun getting fucking poked yeah, at like yeah, that, is I know. it? Sorry, Bob. <laughs> it's not fucking Sorry, fun, Bob. is it? Sorry, Bob. I do put you on the hot seat a lot. I'll take note of that in the future. All right, so moving right along, <laughs> closing things out here, our last two pit stops, as always, we stop by the NBA hardwood and the NHL ice. Starting things off in the NBA, we're wrapping it up here. The finals are upon us. Game one, Tuesday in phoenix partner any early predictions any early guesses any uh thing you're kind of seeing sticking out in your mind here first things first i still don't know man it all depends on uh what's going on with Giannis. i mean the bucks did kind of prove that they can hold their own without him but uh you know it's not going to be much of a uh series if he ain't in the building and nope. uh suited up so if he's not there i mean i just have to imagine he's not gonna be 100 percent healthy that's the other thing so i don't know why. yeah it we'll wouldn't see. shock me if he sits out game one, though. Yeah, we'll see. Suns open up as a minus six-point favorite. So uh, that's that's kind of been that key number, <laughs> that scary know, key number during the, during, during the postseason. Side. I don't know. I don't really know which way to go either. Uh, we'll see what comes of it. Uh, yeah, I I don't really know. It should be some good uh, good finals, but once that, it's uh, it's all but over, my friend. So make sure you tune in. It might only be about a week here that we have NBA games left. Yeah, and, luckily uh, they, it's all uh, over. I mean, maybe not luckily because then it's a little sparingly. But they typically spread the finals out a little bit longer than they do the rest of the postseason. So. Yeah. Definitely. So we'll hang on there for a minute. There you go. We'll see what happens. Uh, other NBA news, not really NBA news, but an NBA player who we all know and love, Luka Doncic and his brothers, the Slavs from Slovenia. The first time in their country's history, make the Olympics. How about that? The boys, the boys who were hyped yesterday. They were hyped. I, uh... Did you see the uh, post-game interview? No, I did not. Oh, pfft. they come in. They were interviewing Luca and the head coach, and Luca and the head coach being all proper. All of a sudden, the team just burst in from either side of the camera, yeah. just oh, 
<laughs> I mean, just losing their That's mind. Awesome. It mean, was absolutely electric. It was That's, great. Those are the Olympic moments that I do love, love, love the most. The guys that, whether it's making the Olympics for their country for the first time ever, or obviously make, getting medals for the yeah. first time, it's you awesome. can see how much it means to them. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be excited to watch Luca in any capacity. So I, uh, I don't know what their chances are at all. Usually, I dive into some Olympic basketball, yeah. getting closer to it. Because as I mentioned, I love USA it just, basketball. It just seems that every team just does not hold a fucking candle to the USA. No. Like, like Slovenia only scored ninety eight points yesterday. Like, I see, yeah, I don't yeah, see no. USA scoring under one hundred and forty in every game. Yeah, you've had a couple of teams over the years that, if they ran into a different iteration of the USA team, they might have had a chance. Like, there were some years where Spain was putting up, some yeah, teams, yeah, yeah, Greece. Yeah. Argentina, but it doesn't seem like that's in the in the, no. in the scope of things. Because I mean, Spain had some really good teams, but then it was also you know 2008, 2012 when USA basketball was unbeatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and their team isn't as loaded as it's been in the past this year. But I mean, they got Kevin Durant there, and it's still pretty damn good. So uh, yeah, as you mentioned, not going to be anyone touching them this year. Nope. So looking forward to uh, USA basketball and Olympics for sure. That does it for today. Must to- be Unless we boycott. Uh, But that does it for today's Rants and Reactions on the hardwood. Uh, We'll be sure to give you the latest once we uh, know more coming out uh, for tomorrow's game. Anything like that. So stay tuned uh, for the latest on the NBA. And last but not least, the NHL ice, ladies and gentlemen. We have game four tonight in Montreal. Cup is in the building. The cup is in the building. But partner... I I got something that we got to discuss here. Okay. So, it has come out that the mayor of the city of Tampa Bay, Florida, has told or suggested or maybe said, hey, 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 that uh, the Lightning should take it a little easy on tonight's game. Not necessarily throw it by any means, but maybe pull the reins back a little bit. (laughs) You know, let them win without me telling you to let them win. So we can have a big old gay celebration over there in Tampa Bay. You guys, relax in Montreal tonight. We'll see you back home for game five, and then we'll let you hoist that cup in Tampa Bay. What are we talking about here? And you know what would put the icing on top of the cake is if they do that, my Habs get that victory tonight, and they yet again come back 3-1 and hoist Sir Stanley above their heads. Yeah, typically when things like this are said, what precedes it, or yeah, what uh, you know follows this typically isn't uh, you know exactly uh, hunky dory, everything perfect the way you new. want them to. New, new. Now I could still see the lightning saying, "Forget that, we're fucking taking care of it tonight." I could absolutely see yeah, that. Absolutely. Otherwise, uh, you know, I'm not calling for uh, you know the Habs and seven by any means, but uh, you know this uh, typically tends to get sweaty whenever things like this are said after this. That is definitely true. So, I don't know. I might be crazy enough to hammer down on my Habs one more time. You know you are. If it is if it is the last time I get to today, I you might as fucking to. well. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll be hammering in the Habs promptly. I have all postseason long. I have even before the postseason. For the last two months now, I've been talking about the Montreal Canadiens. And today might be the last day. I hope not, but I will hammer them in with hopes of continuing this legendary run and maybe forcing a game five, then game six, then game seven, to be able to list Lord Stanley right over their heads. 
with any luck. I don't know if I'll be there with you tonight or not. I don't think so. Sounds like an or not moment to me. But that does it for the NHL ice, my friends. Outside of that, uh, that about does it for the rants and reaction segment of the day. Second half of the show, um, outside of that, reminded you guys uh, about the Action app. Make sure you follow us on the Action app. Make sure you hit our link tree if you're trying to find any additional stuff. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. That is where we are the most active but expanding, uh, continually growing Instagram. Uh, wanting to expand into a few other platforms. We'll let you know what platforms um, we're going into, just what makes the most sense uh, as far as workability, where we're at, what uh, kind of where the market's at as far as what we uh, produce. So we'll let you know We'll uh, whenever we start to expand that. Uh, might have some RMAG's props of the day. Definitely today. Definitely today. So make sure you uh, stay locked in definitely to the Twitters. Uh, you'll see that on his page and then on the TTL page. Might have uh, Colts Daily Draw coming at you or might even have a little Yurfi yes run in the first inning. A uh, little action there. So I, I was liking one I saw yesterday from my boy Jason's Picks on Twitter. Uh, he is a Nerfy and Yurfi genius okay absolutely lays it down and uh he's got me into some of these yurfy plays man over zero and a half and there's a lot of games that i decide to stay away from for the draw but it's because of yeah i think they'll put at least one run on the board yeah i mean that nerfy market in the early season was hot everyone was on it it seemed like they were cashing pretty quickly, and now it's kind of yurfy. Yeah, now it's kind of now it's kind of yurfy. So maybe it might change from the daily draw to the daily run. Who knows? First, first inning, something first inning title. We'll see. I'll come up with something. I'll come up with something. But I think that's coming out today because I saw a couple of matchups or a good handful of matchups that I think we're at least going to see one run in the first inning. So make sure you stay tuned to that. The daily draw might be changing. Let me guess one: Sox Twins. I did like that. I did like that a lot. So there you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Rants and reactions are now completed. All the reminders you need to be up to date as best as possible with the TTL crew and everything talking the line sports media. Also, infrastructure on the website will be underway very shortly. Working uh, very hard to get that all rocking and rolling. But with all the additional things that you boys are handling outside of just creating the content for you, we seem to be a little bit busier than um, the average bee. Uh, actually, about as busy as a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest. But, hey, no no harm, no foul. We love the grind. It's process over product here at the TTL Pod and TTL Sports Media. So we'll just keep it rocking and rolling for you guys, no question. But we are some busy worker bees. But, that all being said, new stuff going to continue continuously be rolled out new stuff right on the horizon new video content new daily written content new things are coming out we are consistently working we're not just two stew bums that come live for a couple hours and then just say see y'all later we ain't doing nothing else and if you're a fan of the ttl crew you know that's consistently the deal so make sure you stick around we're uh, only getting bigger and better every single day my friends and uh cannot wait to uh, take this baby to the moon. We are slowly growing day by day. So make sure you keep sticking around. Outside of that, I got nothing else, partner. Uh, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode 73 of the TTL pod. So, a little bit of uh, sports video game potentially rumors. Okay. Rumor has it that EA Sports, come July 20th, is going to announce a, uh, I don't know the exact wordage, I don't know if this is official, but, you know, the Twitter rumors were uh, pretty convincing. 
Rumor has it there might be a revival of uh, one of our favorite, uh, you know, one of our favorite franchises. And uh, this was this post did not come from EA Sports, but they had a graphic. And it was Fight Night, NBA Live, SSX Tricky, Def Jam Fight Night for New York, NCAA March Madness, and NBA Street. Now, I am under the opinion that they are throwing us a curveball with that lineup, and there's no way that this isn't NCAA football. There's no way, right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I Having don't know. said that, I don't think there's big enough fan base for it to be Fight Night. Right now, at least. I don't know. Maybe not boxing. Fight Night. SSS Tricky, sign me up tomorrow. Yeah. Sign me That's up. What I was sign me up right saying. motherfucking now. Yeah. Bro, I would spend hours on the G-Cube I, on SSX Tricky. Yeah, I, oh, uh, my gosh. Personally, I've spent about a collective two hours over my lifetime on my own physical ski, uh, snowboard. However, that game is a different beast, and that game was legit. Probably about a collective 300 hours. Or or if it's not NCAA football, I find it hard to believe that they would announce NCAA March Madness before. Yeah, that's would, a little weird. Which I am a fan of that game, and I Hell want yeah. that to come back eventually. Yeah. The other ones that I would Def say. Def Jam Fight Night. Def Jam, I did not know what that one Def was. Def Jam was a pretty successful franchise. Yeah. A lot of people like Def Jam. It was more hardcore. It was like rappers okay, and like okay, whatever, right. and it was hardcore like street fighting def jam was a pretty doggone good franchise i like their games their games weren't bad especially if you could take like the graphics now and remake that oh, yeah. game that okay. game would be sick Sounds as shit sick. that uh, game would be sick can't imagine it's nba live they've tried and tried that. again and that, nba uh, street though that i like nba street or nfl street yeah those two games to- both of them i don't another think, one where i played hours upon hours i don't think many sports games can take the cake from those two no. like in the street games, Aside from the actual those, physical, yeah, the physical yeah, yeah. ones, Aside but those games were so <laughs> sick, so dude. Good. Those were so much fun. And if we, if this franchise, like what, what EA franchise is that? Like what, who makes those games? That's not Activision. Is it EA? I think it's been a. I mean, I don't well, because they because sure. like EA partners with like Activision. Right. No, or yeah, like yeah, There's another you. one, and there I think might, you might be right. It might be. I uh, think that other one is who made that, and I think if I'm not mistaken, they're also who did the. Um, Oh, not Crash Bandicoot. Uh, there was another Fox. I don't know. I can't remember. Man, I have played some video games over my lifetime. But Holy smokes. July 20th sounds right about the time that an NCAA Release date football or just... for maybe the following year. Because it's not going to be this upcoming season, college football, way too soon. So they're just going to announce something? There's no like official release of a new game? That's my rumor. That's okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like, oh, on July 20th, we've got this game. It sounds like announcement for a revival of some sort. Okay. All right. And I have to imagine if it was NBA Street, they would have done it at the beginning of the NBA Finals. I would imagine, too. So I don't think that one. So That's I, true. I, I can't imagine it. I can't see any way it's not college football. Yeah, so they just uh, mention everything but NCAA. Well, that's what I was saying. It wasn't EA Sports that I was seeing this exact post from, but it was like it had thousands upon thousands of views and retweets, and it seemed pretty legit. Uh, but I think the graphic was just throwing us off the scent. Okay. Well... The jury is out, ladies and gentlemen, here on episode 73 per Riley Magnuson. You now know that a new video game is coming, or an announcement at the very least, come July 20th from EA Sports. It's in the game. Ah, gotta do that better. EA Sports. It's in the game. It's in the game. It's in the game. Yeah, I can't really do it. Not a good one. Either way, uh, there you go. There you have it. You know it's uh, coming up, coming right around the corner. We'll see what happens. I'd be happy for a nice consolation prize, even if it isn't that. Yeah. So there's some other good ones. Oh, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> terrific games coming out of that franchise. Anyways. So we'll see what happens. There you go. Thank you for your sidebar today, Mr. Magnuson. We have been rocking and rolling here. Holy smokes. Two hours. Hope you guys didn't have uh, much to do here on this beautiful Monday. Uh, but... 
Let's get this show wrapped up. We've been going long enough. Let's get you guys back about your days. Time for the final segment of the day, and that is my motivation minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Just a quick one here for you today. Wanted to tell you a little story. Uh, the reason why I'm telling you that story and uh, something I'd like you guys to kind of think about as you go about your day, your week, into your weekend, and just going forward in your life. The message today is slow down. Slow down. I found myself at Target yesterday. You know, I just had a few little things to pick up. Okay. Just some essentials for the house, a little hand soap, a little Q-tips, you know, the, little, the toiletries, right. nothing, just a little Sunday trip. And I had a few enough, or a little amount of items that I did the self-checkout. Okay. You know, standard, you, you do that, you pop in and out. So I did the self-checkout and at Target, they typically have... Well, almost everywhere now, but mainly at Target, they have somebody standing there that sure. will wipe everything down sure. and then talk to you and be like, hey, this one's open, whatever. Right. Talk to you. Hey, how you doing today? Well, at this Target, it's been the same gal over and over okay. and over again, and I've seen her really consistently, and I've stopped once in a while, just kind of, hey, how's it going? Whatever. How you doing? But it's dead during COVID. We got masks on, whatever, you know, kind of in passing. How you doing? Keep it moving. Well, yesterday... I decided to go out on a limb and say, I'm done with this COVID shit and I'm going in the store with no mask on. So I did no mask and mostly everybody in there was no mask and she didn't have a mask on and I happened to see her. And so I walked in and uh, I was going to check out and say, hey, how's it going? How are you? I said, you probably don't recognize me without my mask, but it's great to see you in here without no mask. And she recognized my voice. Said, oh, hey, how are you? How's it going? I said, man, if I was any better, I'd be twins. You know me. You know how I put it down. And we just kind of chatted there. We just had a little bit as I'm scanning my stuff. She told me a little bit about her daughter and this. And nothing that matters in the scope of world problems at all. Nothing that even matters in either one of our lives. But took an opportunity, just had a couple of laughs, a couple of good vibes, whatever. And the amount of people, the amount of people, it disgusts me, honestly. I can't. The amount of times that she took the opportunity to look somebody in the eye. It's almost getting me to tears how disgusted I am of this. To look somebody in the eye and tell them, hey, how are you doing today? Hope you have a spectacular day. And they roll their eyes and put their heads down and walk even faster than they were before. Just because of maybe how she looks. Yeah, maybe maybe that's a factor too. Maybe I see that. And let me take a moment to talk to her. Or, or because of how she... She's a little bit more flamboyant. She's a little bit more excited. But that's how you want to be in customer service. Mm -hmm. But the amount of people that I saw speed through that self-checkout couldn't even say hello. Fuck. Oh, I'm doing great. Or how are you doing? Just, Hi. How are you? That's simple. Don't even have the time to do that. What the fuck is so important? I'm sorry, but what is so important? That you don't have time to be a human being. We're all humming beings out here on this floating rock in the middle of space. And let me tell you that your problems in your life isn't important, more important than anyone else's. Anyone else's. Nor is mine more important than yours. Just because of what I do or who I am. So, a little bit pull the reins back <laughs> on that. Please, slow down. When you find yourself in interactions with other people, take the time to just say hi. 
I hate small talk as much as the next person. But you don't know what that person could be going through. And you don't know that if just by saying hi, that might take them off a ledge. Just by asking them how they are or how they've been doing throughout COVID, that just might turn around their perspective for that day. Because remember, we've all been living through this bullshit. And we've all had a long, long year and a half. And we all know the current climate of the society we live in. Maybe it's time you start being the change. Maybe it's time you start slowing down and seeing how other people are and not being so focused on your little bubble and that it's the only thing that matters. Because let me tell you, there's a lot more out there that matters. And if you spend the rest of your life speeding by, not taking those opportunities, you're going to look up one day and wish you did. So, on all that being said, um, not for me, for you. Not for me, not for Mags, not for anybody but you. Slow down. Take some time to be a human being. Take some time to talk to others. When uh, the, the checkout clerk in the store, the fuel attendant at the gas station, whoever, in passing, don't just put your head down and walk through and be a human being. Slow down for a minute. There's nothing that is that important that you can't take time to acknowledge somebody else's presence and let them know that you hear them and that, hey, I empathize with you as another human being. I understand. So today, slow down. Slow down and watch all of the good things come your way at a rapid pace. You'll be surprised how well that works. And that does it for my motivation minutes for today. I love it, my man. You, uh, you know, everyone's been in those jobs. Everyone uh, has been passing through people with those jobs. It, plain and simple, it helps that person's day go by faster. It might not make them, uh, you know, they might not remember that conversation at the end of the day, but I promise you that's going to make their day go by faster. I haven't been, I've never worked at Target. I've never worked at a retail job like that, but I used to work in an apartment building and where I worked where people live and you would think that most people would want to get to know the people who they saw maybe on a daily basis. Mm. Similar story. I, you know, and I, it was literally my job to say hello. And sometimes they will literally wouldn't even look me in the eyes. And One while of the, it, mm. yeah, not even that some people literally pretend that I didn't even didn't exist. Didn't say a word. And mm-hmm. while I like to say that it didn't ruin my day, I don't think it did compared to obviously subconsciously though, you know, it's like, well, every, after every time it's usually like, all right, well, Fuck me. Who the fuck are you? Right. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't put you in a good mind, Frank. No, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't help you, in a good you mind. By, any, by any means. Whereas or... subconsciously, you get a nice smile or even a 10 second, like, hey, how's it going? How's your day going? Like, you know, it makes your day go by faster. You right. feel a little bit better. You're happier to be there. Because right. uh, chances are that person doesn't want to be, not to put that job down by any means. We've all been jobs like that or are in jobs like that. Most of the time, we don't want to be standing there at the checkout. Yeah. And Absolutely. it's a lot easier when, uh, you know, we're all cooperative and, uh, you know, saying hello and hi to each other. Absolutely. And you know how I end the show every day. I mean, right right before I left Target, I looked right at her and I said, hey, have a spectacular day unless you have other plans. And she just smiled. She didn't She didn't even really know how to process that. Like nobody had ever like, said anything yeah, that kind. She's like, uh, well, I guess not. I'm going to make some fried Oreos. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah, sounds great. I'll see you a while. So just... Just take that time. I know. Got me going, too. I was like, shit, that's a hell of a plan. I might have to go back into the store and get me some Oreos now. But all that being said, that does it for my motivation minutes. I hope you guys will take the time to slow down and take the time to be a human being because we all are 
and we all have our own issues and we all need a little shoulder to lean on from time to time. So there you go. There you have it, my friends, my motivation minutes for the day. Uh, Partner, in between now and the last time we had spoke, anything come to your mind, anything we need to close out on here before we get these beautiful people back about their Mondays? I'm ready to get rocking and rolling. All right, my friends. Well, as always, as per usual, as every other single day of the week, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates, gamblers, far and wide. For myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have other plans, which I sure hope you don't. Let's have just a killer, killer, killer start to this week. Get the good vibes rolling now. Let's get the money train on the tracks and let's cash some tickets. Have a spectacular day, my friends. Peace and love.